0: And welcome to week 10 of the KMS Sports Talk Show podcast. We are heading into week 10 of the NFL season. I am Keaton Smith, your host. We just wrapped up week 9 of the NFL season a couple of days ago with the browns bengals playing. Or no, excuse me, wrong week. Ravens-Saints playing. That was the end of week 9. We'll go through week 9 here. We'll go into week 10. We'll get into my Chiefs talk. We to talk a little Bucks, too, for... Those of you who do not know, I'm a Milwaukee Bucks fan since the Chiefs, or since the since Kansas City doesn't have a uh, an NBA team. I picked another pretty close Midwestern team because I'm a big Giannis fan, so I pretty much just became a Bucks fan by association, and they're off to a really hot start right now at 9-1 and playing tonight. So we'll talk about them a little bit. We'll talk about the Chiefs, obviously. We'll recap Week 9, and we'll get into predictions for Week 10. So starting off with Our week nine recap: We had the Eagles and Texans. Eagles got the win over the Texans. They pulled away in that second half, winning twenty nine to seventeen. I wouldn't want to know there. Colts and Pats. Pats get the W. Colts really don't have any sort of offense. Pats Pats expose them. Twenty six three. Pats get it done. Packers Lions. Aaron Rodgers. Um, I don't know whether to feel bad for you or say it's your fault. You did throw with three interceptions, and I. I don't know if you can throw, or throw the blame any of those interceptions on his receivers or his play calling. It was just some bad decisions. So we'll move on from there. alliance, get the job done. Do the Chargers and Falcons? Chargers win the game with the last minute field goal from their kicker, whose last name is Dicker. Dicker, the kicker, gets it done. They picked him up off waiver wires, and he gets the job done for them. Twenty to seventeen, over the Falcons in Atlanta. Bills and Jets. Jets. They uh, they host the Bills but they, they stunned them. They held them to just seventeen points. Their offense looked uh pretty good at times. I mean not good at other times. But you know what? It's the Jets. They're young. They have be a second year quarterback. They beat the, uh still division leading Jets. But they uh that win definitely helped some other AFC teams try and compete for that one spot. Vikings and Commanders. This is an, another game that finished twenty to seventeen. Vikings complete the comeback. Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook, Kirk Cousins, they all looked pretty good. And, of course, we all saw that video of Kirk Cousins dancing on the plane. They're having a good time as they roll into a 7-1 record and a more than likely NFC North championship as they're going to be a pretty high seat in the NFC this year. We have the Panthers and Bengals. Bengals destroy the Panthers, and there was really nothing more to say about it. Their offense looked amazing. Joe Mixon went off, had five touchdowns. Panthers are just bad. Becker Mayfield, I know, uh, I know, could be getting a, a SART again, and that's not good news if you're devil, if you're a Panthers fan. And I, I heard that they got a, uh, a trade offer for Brian Burns, their young defensive end, and it was two first round picks and a second round pick from the Rams. Now, I don't understand how you don't take that trade. I mean, maybe if it's the Rams, they're they're gonna be in later years, like the like a 2027 20, or 2026 20, first round pick. But I still feel like that's a lot for a non-quarterback. I think I would have taken that, but you know what? They believe in their young edge to produce for them for years, so I guess they consider that more valuable than those picks. We'll move on to the Raiders and Jaguars. Raiders choke a 17 nothing lead. That's the third time this year I think that they did that. Jaguars exposed them, put up 27. 27- on a 27 to 3 run excuse me get the job done at home and raiders are just following falling deeper and deeper into that into that bad record they have at two and six and i don't think they have really any shot of making the playoffs if they lose another game dolphins and bears bears put up one hell of a fight uh, against the dolphins that's for sure i didn't expect that game to even be close but bears just lose within by three 35 to 32 bears just couldn't quite hold on dolphins get the job done in a very narrow game that uh I mean the, the dolphins offense looked amazing but the bears defense or but the bears offense kind of exposed the dolphins defense a little bit the dolphins defense has not been good as it as it really needs to be but we'll move on from there seahawks and Cardinals. seahawks go into arizona win by 10 i, predict, I predicted that game pretty well and that's kind of how I thought it would have gonna go. Kenneth Walker had another great game. Geno Smith has been hooping all year. 31 to 21. Seahawks beat the Cardinals. Uh Rams Bucks, this game, very low scoring. 13-16 Bucks take the W home. And there was I mean, there's really not much to say about this game. There's a few highlights. Defense ruled the day. Those offenses have both looked really bad. And there's not much else to say. Tom Brady I, I don't know how much longer he can continues to play but it's been it's been a rough go at it this season Titans Chiefs on Sunday Night Football Chiefs definitely that offense got locked up for a good majority of the game I mean it came alive when it absolutely needed to but it got locked up for a majority of the game let's be hundred percent honest uh Titans offense looked great in the first half they they did Malika Willis uh not NFL ready but but uh I mean, he has potential, that's for sure. He looked pretty good in the first half and kind of was... The moment was a little bit too big for him there in the second half and overtime. That's... I think we can all agree on that. And then Ravens... Saints. Ravens just dismantled the Saints. There's nothing really to be happy about right now if you're a Saints fan. They're probably going to finish with a uh, a top 10 pick, at least. Probably, maybe even top 5. Anyway, I went 9-4 that week. And we'll move on to my predictions for Week 10. And we'll start off with the game tomorrow. That is the Falcons and Panthers. Falcons are going to win this one easily. Panthers are a dumpster fire of a team right now. And I don't know what uh, what their plan is going forward. But I'm really interested to see what that is exactly. Seahawks and Bucks. Seahawks, I, I have the Seahawks winning. I think it's going to be a close one. I think the, the Buccaneers defense is pretty good. But Seahawks, I think, are are going to get it done. In Tampa Bay. That, or not, No, not in Tampa Bay. That is a... Where are we at with this game? It's overseas. I ooh, I don't know. I think it's in Germany. Yeah. G- Epic Germany matchup. It's going to be the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. I got the Seahawks getting it done across the pond. Lions and Bears. I have the... Ooh, I'm going to go Bears. I'm picking Bears just because of their offense and how good it looked last week against... Miami Dolphins and Lions. Uh they're super inconsistent. That defense is bad. I think Justin Fields gonna have another really good day against that Lions defense. We'll go Browns, Dolphins. I got Dolphins. The offense is too good. They're at home. Browns, I just don't think can stick with that offense. So I'm gonna go Dolphins. Broncos, Titans. I'm gonna go Titans. That defense has looked really good this year. Uh they just locked up the Chiefs for a good majority of the game, and I don't see the Broncos. Uh, really getting anything done on that defense. And uh, the Titans might not be able to put up... It's going to be a low-scoring game. It's going to be a really low-scoring game, but I think Titans are going to hold them a little bit... A little bit more than the Broncos are going to be able to hold the Titans and Derrick Henry. So I got the Titans at home. Vikings-Bills, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Josh Allen's going to play. And uh, I'm going to ride with that. So I got Bills at home taking on the Vikings. I got them winning that game. Vikings are a good team. They're a very good team, but it's going to be a close one. But I, I got Bills edging them out just slightly. Texans and Giants. Um, going Giants, there's really not a lot that the Texans have done well this year. Giants, they've, they've looked pretty good 6-2. Some people think they got exposed a couple weeks ago. They may be not uh, be as quite as good as that 6-2 record shows, but I think they're going to be good enough to beat the Texans at home this Sunday in the early slate. Uh, I think this is the first time the Chiefs have had a new game this year. They're hosting Jacksonville in Kansas City. And they get the job done over Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence. Uh pretty, pretty handedly. I think it leads by 10 points. Bounce back a little bit from that Titans game where the offense didn't look the best. They're going to have a good day, put up at least 30 plus in that Jacksonville game. Saints and Steelers. I have the Saints as bad as as bad as they've looked throughout the season. They're three and six. The Steelers have just looked worse. So I'm going Saints, even though Steelers are at home. Colts, Raiders. Wow, uh, that's tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Raiders. The offense is a little bit better. They put up twenty points. I don't remember the last time the Colts have done that. It might be against Kansas City. It's the last time the Colts put up twenty points. Cardinals, Rams. Ooh, I'm gonna go Cardinals. I think they're a slightly better team. That Rams offense has looked just slow and not good, and the Rams defense is a little bit underwhelming too. Give me the Cardinals getting it done. Uh Cowboys, Packers. Packers are gonna get the job done. That defense is gonna be too much for Aaron Rodgers to handle. And they won't be able to compete with that. Probably best pass defense in the league being the Dallas Cowboys. Chargers and Niners. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Niners. They're at home. It's a Sunday night game. George Kittle, jo- or not Jeff Wilson anymore, but uh their running game's gonna go off CMC is what I meant to say, and I think that defense is better than L.A. as well. And then we will move on to the Commanders and the Eagles. The Eagles get the job done, continue on their perfect season, move to 9-0 hosting the Commanders, and I don't think there's really any doubt in my mind that that will happen. And those are my picks, so we'll go back through. We got Falcons, Seahawks, Bears, Dolphins, Titans, Bills, Giants, Chiefs, Saints, Raiders, Cardinals, Cowboys, Niners and Eagles being your week 10 winners uh, more than likely in my opinion. And yeah, so I guess now we can move on to a little bit of chiefs slash bucks talk a little bit for KC. KC, there, that game was solely a scheme thing. We did not, we were not able to scheme anyone open at all. And I know that the Titans were playing a lot of man coverage. We just weren't able to, to, uh, to win those routes I guess and I don't know if I I think you blame that more on the coaches than the players because the players are running the, their uh their routes that they're told to in these plays these supposed man coverage beaters for uh to the best of their ability and if our coaches can't scheme them open after noticing the coverage that they're running that's I think that's more on the coaches uh I guess moving on to our defense, our defense really stepped up in the second half. We clamped down on that, on that run, and we didn't, I don't know if we even allowed a reception in that second half. Trent McDuffie looked amazing. He's played like 45 coverage snaps. Hasn't allowed a single reception in his NFL career, so that's very good. Uh, in that first half, our linebackers didn't look good. Nick Bolton, Willie Gay, Leo Chanel, they were not shooting the gaps as well as I know they can. They weren't wrapping up as well as I know they can, and they really... They really stepped it up in the second half, and Nick Bolton made a couple great plays. Willie Gay got a couple tackles on the line of scrimmage, and they really looked better in that second half. And it, They looked like the, the linebacker core that I I know they could be. So that was really good to see there. Like I said, our coverage was really good. I know they had don't really have any big-name receivers or anything, but I think that's going to be a good confidence booster for Trent McDuffie and these rookies to move on up the ladder in terms of confidence and just skill that they're gonna have to play because it's not gonna get really any easier receiver wise that we're gonna have to face. Uh, and what else was I gonna say? Oh, the Travis Kelsey. Uh, this may be one of his <laughs> his worst games that I've ever seen him play, and he still had ten catches for like I think it was like hundred and six yards, and that's ins- absolute insanity that someone can just have a terrible game like uh, like like it was for him and. Yeah, ten for hundred and six yards. That is crazy. Juju was winning clutch routes when we needed him to. That was such a good pickup. We need to resign that man going into next season. He has been in, he's been a dog these last few games. He's been our easily our best receiver, making the most most catches and everything. But uh, Kadarius Tony, he was really only in for the scripted plays that they that like our first fifteen. He was only in for those and uh, that. That play we ran I don't know if it was at the end of the game. I think it was the end of the game when we were trying to just go score a touchdown. Like it was that old play we ran in Dallas in twenty seventeen where we would just uh, put a few lead blockers out in front and let McCall go try and get in the end zone. I really I don't know why I tweeted this out. Why would Kadarius Tony not run that run that play? Tell so, him, um, Hey, you're gonna go out there, catch the ball, try and make all these guys miss. You're the shiftiest player in the league. Get him the ball. We just traded all these picks for him. Let's see, let's see what he can do. Uh, He couldn't have done anything less than McColl. Certainly not. But uh, yeah, I hope you see, I really just want to see Kaderi's Tony get like 50% snap share next week. Uh, Mahomes, I've been saying this for three, four years now. This dude carries us every single week. We, I don't know how many games we'd win if we had an average quarterback on our team. It's, it's just amazing what the man can do in the open field. Moving right, moving left, on the run, behind the back. It's just... The stuff he can do is insane. He turned up when we needed him to. This He, he did anything we needed him to, he would do it. I know he missed a couple throws, missed a couple reads, but when you when you throw the ball 68 times that's going to happen i can only imagine how tired he was still 446 yards and a touchdown and a rushing touchdown of course uh, ran the ball very efficiently averaging 10 and a half a carry he does so much for our team and he's now the mvp front runner there's really no debate about it this could be his uh, second mvp season this very well could be you know he could make another deep playoff push like he always does we're, we're sort of so lucky to have that man on our team and have him carry us every week I really would love to see us get him more help in the in the scheme and our, our guys winning one-on-one routes but uh he did he did what we needed him to at the at when he absolutely had to he did it and there's no other way to describe it he's the best and Noah gray made a great catch Justin Watson made a couple nice plays and also the lack of offensive efficiency came from our not being able to run the ball. Before the season started, I really wanted us to turn into a more of a run-heavy team, but we just haven't been able to run the ball efficiently at all. It's been really inconsistent all year. We did it really well against Tampa Bay, and we couldn't do anything against these guys and Jeffrey Simmons. every time, every seemed like every time we ran the ball on first down, it was no yards or one yard, and we'd get into another second and long and third and long. And I think that was also a big part of the reason we lacked so so much offense this game. So it's a matter of being able to win man coverage or being able to win against man coverage and running the ball efficiently. It's gonna it's gonna get picked up before the playoffs. I'm pretty confident in that. Our defense is gonna turn it up when they need it to. They really have all year. They uh, this is the first game along less than twenty points. I know it was against a rookie quarterback, but I think they're going to be able to, uh, like I said, use this as a confidence booster. They were electric in that second half; didn't allow anything. And from there, I guess we can talk a little bit about the Bucks. Also, the we're going to win against the Jacksonville Jaguars pretty easily. Bucks are move on to them. They're nine and one playing the Oklahoma City Thunder on Wednesday night. They are. uh, Giannis is, if he plays like this all year, man, he's going to win. MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. He's just been playing absolutely out of his mind. I don't know what his exact stats are. Let's see here. If I can find it. I know he's averaging at least 32 and like 12. He's he's averaging 31.5 and 12. 31, 12, and 5. That is absolutely crazy. I've seen his defensive ratings and defensive shares are among, if not the best, in the league as well. He's just the be- he's the best basketball player on the planet. There's no other way around it. No one can do the things he does as efficiently as he does. And this is even without our second best player and our supposed closer in Chris Middleton. And we're only going to get better from here. Drew Holiday, uh, I think is the best perimeter defender on the planet. One of the best post defenders, paired alongside Giannis, is Brooke Lopez, who's really turned into a 3-and-D guy. On the floor, he's been amazing. Honestly, the perfect player to match up uh, with Giannis down low there. And I don't know if there's, I th- I personally think we're going to come out of the East pretty pretty solidly, pretty easily. That may be a bold prediction, considering all the there's some there's some competition in the East this year. But I think the Bucks got it, and I don't think it's uh, I don't think anyone's going to be able to stop. That man, the Greek freak Giannis on But aside from that, we can uh we can end it there, I think. Uh, Chiefs are gonna get the dub over Jacksonville 31 to 14. Bucks are gonna win tonight against the Thunder. Giannis is gonna go for 30 and 15, and we're gonna have a good rest of our week, I think. <laughs> Some bold takes there, but I think that's how it's gonna go, and I think Chiefs are gonna get a dub. Continue Oh, maybe hopefully went out I don't know the Vikings are going to give the bills a tough run maybe they can have the one seat secured at the end of this week. I don't know what the hell is gonna happen this week is or this year and the NFL has been crazy and we're already more than halfway done with the regular season and that's pretty sad but aside from that that should be it. I'm Keaton Smith I've been your host. I will be back here next Wednesday as I am every week and I will see you guys then. thank you guys so much for listening.